This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Open for Business is powered by Bosbole.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to uh, Enterprise here on BFM 89.9. My name is Rich Bradbury. It's 10.05 here in the studio. Bit of a grotty day outside here in the Klang Valley. I'm looking out of the window here on TTDI. I can see some awful haze uh, where we are. I hope it's not so bad where you are. If you are outside, take care. Put a mask on. Make sure you're doing all the right things. Close those windows if you need to do. Now, um, a whole bunch of stuff lined up for you between now and, of course, 2 o'clock, starting off with open for business in just a moment, where I'll be speaking with Kairini Jamaluddin and Hidayah, uh, Hidayah Mohammed, the founder and co-founder of, it is My WIP Healing. We'll get to more about that in just a few minutes. It's artistic healing, a journey of self-discovery perhaps, looking into the realm of self-healing through, the, uh, through art with My WIP Healing, a budding social enterprise dedicated to mental health, education and personal growth by fostering a community around art therapy. Sounds fascinating. I want to talk about that, and I will be. Coming up at 11 o'clock, of course, we have Jeevan Sardavan from Leverage Labs. He's coming in to help you build an incredible sales machine number two, all about building value and generating desire. And then coming up at uh, 12 o'clock on Enterprise BizBytes, KWAP, uh, to fuel innovation and growth in Malaysia's venture and startup ecosystem. We'll be speaking to them in a little while. First up then, of course, I am speaking with Kairini and Hidayah. Now, they're a social enterprise emphasizing self-healing through art therapy. They aim to foster personal development, mental health awareness, and creativity within a supportive community. Now, over the past couple of years, mental health and mental health awareness has been something that seems to be Something that we can discuss nowadays, whereas perhaps we couldn't always do it before. And a lot of us felt very reticent about having these kind of discussions. Now, it seems to be out in the open and we're able to have these conversations. And they seem to be somewhat normalized, almost. More on that, though, with these two ladies that I have here in the studio with me right uh, right now. Karini, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Absolute yeah. pleasure. Hidayah, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Don't sound so shy. I know the two of you can talk. Let's pretend. Now, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's just kind of jump straight into things. And, and let's talk about the beginning of my WIP Um and where it came from and why you decided to do it. To do it, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, first of all, my WIP healing is actually, um, initially it just started started as a um, social media advocacy campaign for mental health. Uh, back then, 2021, when we just like, you know, MCO, mm. pre-MCO and stuff like that. And um, at that time, my I have my I have been dealing with my own issues, like um, I'm struggling with my depressions, and 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 um, at that time, I think that um, initiative might help me in a way of um, find myself again mm. and look back of things that I can do uh, instead just 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 stay in a, in that depression uh, moment and yeah after going to therapy taking medication and stuff and i found that um art helps me to self regulate myself at that time mm. because at the first beginning when um you got diagnosis and then you take medication and stuff it, it, it's it's going to it's pretty hard because 
it's something that you you have to soak in all the information by yourself and then you have to um, consistently take the medicine and stuff and um, yeah I think um, art helped me to uh, re- regulate my 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 emotions my um, sense of um, expressions and for those who are struggling in depression when um, they're in that phase usually they they cannot talk to anyone else right. about it because even though how they wanted to mm-hmm. they don't know how to express it by words mm-hmm. so that's that's how I feel at that time mm. and yep I do uh, at that time I think we start with just like uh, paint by numbers <laughs> and I feel like oh this thing is really you don't have to have like um, any uh, creativity skills as because for, honestly, I am not. <laughs> I don't know that I can paint <laughs> art and stuff. I'm just like. I know oh, exactly how you yeah. feel. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, I do. I, and then when I start doing the uh, paint by number stuff, and then I start discover that I have that uh, untapped creativity that I haven't been looked into mm. for such a long time. Mm, mm. And then yeah, I talk about it in the therapy session, and then. Um, yeah, my therapy also mentioned about how actually um, art can um, bring good effect mm. for my um, healing uh, recovery process. And yeah, f- from there, we start do um, um, community gathering, do art activities together with the community. And last year, we start our own uh, art therapy workshop. So through the community, we just grow, 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 and mm. and and now we are here. <laughs> Thank you. No, no problem. Hidaya, you know, when did you? At what stage did you get involved? When uh, very early on, you're, you're the co-founder, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm the co-founder. So I'm also a clinical psychologist at the UCI Hospital. So basically, um, I started to knew um Karini, and then I thought, oh, okay, having a diagnosis of ADHD and depression as well. Mm. Um, coming from a very um, you know, struggle uh, life and so on. So ADHD means it's disorganized, needs a lot of help in terms of regulation and also a bit of um, emotion mm. issues yeah, because uh, they don't really um, unable to regulate sometimes. It's a bit impulsive there. Here Time there. blindness. Yeah. Like that. Right. <laughs> yeah, so talking about the symptoms, so I was like, okay, um, Rini, how about you go just focus on one thing. I know you have a lot of um, all those disorders, and I'm clinical psychologist, but I do I dis, dis, I diagnose and do things. But now we're looking into well-being aspect as well. So a part of all the symptoms, there are still things that you are able to do and you're capable of. So let's just look into a humanistic approach. Let's just move into that area and look at the potential. So when I start seeing her, and then um, in terms of you know, talking about uh, what, what can we do, so on, and then after that she comes out, okay, I, I think I'm going to use art. And I see starting that a moment she thrives and she's kind of like mm. having a new version of herself. Mm-hmm. And then that is where, oh, okay. So I kind of get that realization from her as well. So I do get that from our patient as when we talk and we actually learn from our patient as well. Mm. So yeah, so the stages was at, I think it's an early beginning like that. And then I kind of um, gave the support in terms of um, encouraging her to do the um, certification, the art certification. So she went, to, it was online. So everything was actually, um, yeah, the certification mm-hmm. online and everything. And then um, from there, I see that, okay, um, we already, I, she already went to the treatment, the individual treatment. Okay, and she knows her disorders and things. Huh? And and why not we incorporate these things too? 
you know, making as a complimentary service mm. like that. Mm. And also because of that living experience, being um, living with a mental health condition, it is actually an asset. Mm. And it's a powerful asset. So I was talking to her and why not we just you know, come out and, and invite others? Mm. And she has the skills <laughs> on, on social media and she's very yeah. good at it. Yeah. She's the one that actually influenced me and forced me to do Instagram <laughs> and so on. You know how. You're on TikTok now, I bet, as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will force her to make one TikTok. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's, that's where we go. And then suddenly it's just from one mouth to another oh, mouth. No. It's just like uh, keeps coming. And, and yeah, mm. so now we're here. So I'm, I'm there since the recovery until we call it recovery and then maintenance and then now it looks like she's thriving. Let's talk a little bit about then the, the kind of methodology uh, of um, the how you employ it in your therapy programs and how does it help, how do you see it promoting self-healing for the people that, you know, might be interested? I mean, um, Kyrene, obviously you've benefited from this yeah. and you've, you've told other people that I'm assuming that you benefited yeah. from this. So that must have been a, an interesting way of getting them to come on board and, mm. and, and be part of this whole... And I suppose part of it is is, is healing for you as well yeah, and you yeah. can help other people, correct, right? Correct, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think from my side, I, uh, from my side, I think I just uh, want to highlight part that it's... Um, when you are in a recovery process, it is so easy for us to self-isolate. Mm. So that is why um, this kind of um, peers community platform is needed so that we um, encourage people to be in the, any kind of social setting that can help them in way, um, in any way that possible. Mm. So um, for me, in art therapy that we have, we have done, uh, mostly we doing it in a, of course in the first base we don't want to make it like okay this is therapy therapy because you know how Malaysia is actually yeah. still stigmatized about yeah. you know therapy mental health and stuff so in our approach um, because I understand this sentiment so that's why I approach it into the creativity way where oh let's hang out let's hang out and gather at this uh, um, space and uh, we're going to do some fun activities. Mm. And just people coming in and just and do, it. It, do it. Now, uh, um, uh, Hidayah, how important do you think it is then that something like art therapy is community-driven and community-pushed? How important it is. It is one of the ways. Okay? So basically, in recovery... We have these um, stages, okay, and then uh, we have these techniques as well. So, when we're introducing art into community intervention, community services, it's actually a very good resource. It's a very easy resource. Mm. It's versatile. Mm, okay. A versatile resource it means that it's easy access. Everyone can just do it from young child to adult to older people as well. It's like something that is so like catchy. Yeah. Mm. It's versatile and it's easy. So everyone. And, and also, um, why is it important? Because not everyone can actually talk about it. I mean, not everyone can express it. Sometimes they are just so cloudy and yeah. they don't really get, the even to make them identify the emotions, they are in that overwhelmed uh, states. How can they make differences? It's a very hard, um, um, what do you call it? Uh, we, when we have this kind of tool, it helps in terms of giving a, a space for them to express mm. the emotions, right? Um, through painting, to writing, drawing. There's a lot of ways, other other tools. So it's like a non-verbal, non-verbal mm. approach as well. Mm. Yeah. So recovery part. So uh, it's not just about individual therapy, but it's also complementing it. 
So okay. I would say it's a complementary service. It's something that support individuals. So individual, yes, we do all this cognitive, all this process, all the challenges and all those things that we do as a therapist. But also we can actually provide them as a supporting um, space. Support eh? mm-hmm. from one therapy to another next appointment, maybe in between. They can get some social support. They can mm-hmm. have that moment together. They can have the sense of belongness. Belonging to, uh, they feel belong to, to uh, mm-hmm. no, this space. So this they is what... Community. community, yeah. Mm. So this is uh, this is more important. Okay. So that the social agent is also important. The social well-being is also important. Yeah. It's an element of um, health in WHO as well. Okay, right. hold that thought. We need to take a short break, folks. I'm in the studio with Kairini and Hidayah. They are founder and co-founder of My WIP Healing, a social enterprise emphasizing self-healing through art therapy. They aim to foster personal development, mental health awareness, and creativity within a supportive community. We'll be uh, coming back in just a few moments to kind of talk about the uh, community response uh, and maybe how they measure the impact. Of what it is that they do and of course we need to talk about their partnerships and their collaborations that's all be coming up in just a few moments we've got some music coming up in just a couple of minutes of course here on open for business here on bfm 89.9 the business station open for business will reopen in a few moments powered by bossbully.com malaysia's first online company secretary be financially minded bfm 89.9 Open for Business is powered by BossBolet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Welcome back to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9. Now, will AI be a friend or a foe? Can we be green and profitable? What does all this mean for the future of Malaysian startups and businesses? All this and more will be discussed at this year's Enterprise Breakaway, where you get the chance to meet a new generation of entrepreneurs, funders, and industry players that are working to bring Malaysia's raw back. Hear the keynote from Lloyd Tuan E, the founder of FarmFresh, uh, which will be followed by panelists from the Aerodyne Group, from Scale Up Malaysia, TDCX, Droppy, and many other experts across different industries. Enterprise Breakaway, Roaring into the Future, is happening on Thursday, the 19th of October at CCEC at the vertical Bangsa South City. And to win a pair of tickets, answer this question. AI systems can learn and improve their performance without explicit programming. Is that true or false? Send in your name and your email address to 018-789-8899. This event is presented by CIMB. Moving forward with you. Now, back to business. I'm with Karina Jamaluddin and Hidayah Mohammed, the founder and co-founder of My WIP Healing. They're a social enterprise emphasizing self-healing through art therapy, and they aim to foster personal development, mental health awareness, and creativity within a supportive community. We started off with how it started and why you guys came together and what you guys are doing uh, of course this is called open for business uh, so one of the things i have to ask mm-hmm. is where did you get the money to get started because something like this obviously mm-hmm. is not always going to be cheap it's not always going to be free mm-hmm. you know so the money has to come from somewhere and when i normally speak to businesses you know mm-hmm. are you bootstrapped do you have you put in your own money have you been mm-hmm. to see vcs Let's talk a little bit about that. Where did the money come from to help you guys out? So for early start, uh, we started, of course, have to fork out our own monies, definitely. Um, but I think along the way, we grew from that area into the community um, social uh, grant. 
Mm. Something like that. So, like for this year per se, we actually are supported by Yayasan Telecom Malaysia's um, uh, to host a monthly program for this whole year uh, uh, on community impact of um, art therapy and how uh, we can implement our art therapy module to actually help our peers to get back on their feet. Mm. So it's like uh, yeah. So from started, of course. We have to, you know, go around, go go any go kind shopping. of <laughs> go shopping, and then mm. um, do our own marketing, branding, and yeah, I think along the way people start calling us, and then uh, do some kind of pit workshop. Um, yep, and then now we are able to give to the community as a free session, and everyone can enjoy the experience. Mm. Um, through the the, the social uh, grant Im- uh, grant impact. Were these were these conversations difficult when you first started to have them? When you were speaking to uh, Yaya San Telecom or whatever, mm-hmm. was it difficult to convince them the effectiveness of what it was that you were doing, or did they understand uh, yeah. how important this thing could be to a community? Yeah, I think because uh, we have been working with. Um, community quite closely like um, we've been working with before we we go to that uh, SNTM uh, process mm. we've been working with their community in the first hand so I think um, most of the activities that are under their beneficiary and they see uh, on their own that how actually our program can um, bring that 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 um, SGD's uh, things right. uh, that also um, help them in a way mm. so I think yeah part of it is, is uh, definitely Um, the the experience itself, you know, like like if you if your stakeholders don't experience it, so it might be hard to talk about it. Yeah. But if your stakeholders um, um you know experience it and then um come and participate and stuff, and they will definitely um, um understand and are willing to invest mm. in um things that you do. So for us, uh, we are quite we are. Lucky and thank you so much for yes and the for having uh, a part of our uh, beneficiaries in in, mm-hmm. in making this social impact is um, doable mm. definitely. Hey, I'm going to jump over to you then and talk about um, the kind of uh, how do you measure the impact of something like this? I mean, obviously you've seen patients benefit from it, mm-hmm. and is there any kind of way of, of of measuring this kind of response you know measuring these kind of results how do you how do you go about doing that yeah okay so whenever we do our intervention we mm. call it a community intervention because it's in a group settings all right so we don't just go just doing okay we think we're going to do this and then we're just going to start it on so we always have a plan mm. right so uh, being a lecturer and also having um closely affiliate to uh, our center our UCSI uh, research uh, well-being center so we have to kind of um, plan ahead the objective the things and then the module itself needs to be validated so it's not just about incorporating things here and there so every each of it needs an explanation mm-hmm. there needs an objective clear objective and needs to be measured academically it means that it is something reliable and it's valid right so basically how to measure we do have this kind of um, strategic planning where we involve um, they're going to be expert Involve meaning uh, clinical psychologists, counselors, um, experts from industry, experts, consultant, trainees that will be involved in terms of evaluating 
the recovery part, mm. the uh, performance, mm. the motivation. That is the part, okay? And then there's also another feedback that comes from the respondent itself, or the participant itself. So meaning we, we do have the focus group discussion. We ask questions after we do it and we do improvement skills and so on. So yes, it is actually um, not just um, a community, like, you know, like I want to do one project activity. I want this to be happening and then I want 200 people coming and then that's it. It's like touch and go. So basically we have a, yeah, hopefully a long plan to go and then uh, this is the start um, and we hope that it can be a sustainable um, community intervention mm. yeah with a lot of um, people in collaboration academic uh, for in terms of um, looking into the quality and also we want to embrace the voice of people who are having mental health condition as well so it comes both ways okay yeah. there's a few things I want to pick your brains on a little bit later on uh, before I let you go you're not going anywhere just yet <laughs> not uh, yet. <laughs> so I've got the news coming up just now with, in uh, just a moment with Natalie uh, folks uh, do stay tuned though I'm in the studio with Kairini Jamaluddin and Hidayah Mohammed, the founder and co-founder of My WIP Healing they're a social enterprise emphasising self-healing through art therapy they aim to foster personal development, mental health awareness and creativity within a supportive community. We'll be right back after these messages and of course the news here on BFM 89.9. Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Busy following Money Trail, BFM 89.9. Open for Business is powered by BossBolet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Welcome back to Enterprise. This is Open for Business. My name is Rich Bradbury. I'm in the studio with Kairini Jamaluddin and Hidayah Mohammed, the founder and co-founder of My WIP Healing. We've had a good chat so far. I've enjoyed it. Now, I want to talk to you about, uh, and you, you briefly mentioned some of the partnerships that you've had with, with the ISN Telecom. Mm-hmm. Can we talk a little bit about uh, more about that? Some of the other collaborations that perhaps you're working with? You're telling me that you've, you've done work with schools and universities. Mm-hmm. Let's explore that a little bit and how you kind of came across these collaborations. Did they come to you? Did you go to them? And how have they been working out? Yeah, I think part of the collaboration, that's the beauty of like um, any kind of business. It's always about networking and then you have the same values that align with your uh, missions mm. and you collaborate to do something bigger. And for me, for, for us, in the my WIP Healing, um, we work closely with NGOs such as uh, Awas Malaysia, Zurek Care, and um, you know, uh, like KL Sketch Nation, a mm. community that actually um, you know uh, bring people together, do sketch walk and stuff like that, and also um, work with uh, Natsani, which is a PWD's um, a community centric, and yeah, of course, like universities, like UCSI universities, and then um, yeah, also we have uh, this kind of partnership with uh, Noble Doctor, which is um, they are doing a Be Mindful campaign that go to um, uh, focus on uh, adult uh, young. Young dogs to uh, promote about uh, mindfulness activities. Mm. Yeah. So usually we be mindful. We go around uh, schools like, like a lot of <laughs> I, I can't even remember, but yes, uh, schools that, that we we um, have this uh, kind of uh, uh, simple art therapy worksheets and we um, advocate and navigate about that. Let them talk about uh, mental health in general and also process that into. Mm. So yeah, I think I think that's how um, from there it's it grow and more people coming to um, 
invite us for collaboration and so on. I want to I, I ask you a question, right? I, I mean, you started in 2021, right? Yeah. And uh, from what I understand and what you discussed earlier on, it, it, 2021 and a little bit of the period before that wasn't the best of times for you, right? Mm-hmm. You, you were going through a yeah, lot of things. Yeah, yeah. And now, do you... When you look back then to where you are now, mm-hmm. can you imagine doing what you were doing now back then? Yeah, I I won't definitely. I'm I'm like I don't even know that I'm still alive until now. So like it's a something that I think um, um, magically happened, and um, yeah, I would say it changed. It grew so much, and I'm just um, blessed with this kind of gratitude that I think. Um, I, I think what a, happened is that you yeah. were made aware of how important yeah. mental health awareness is, yeah. and you know you—I don't want to put words in your mouth—but you, you mm-hmm. followed what was people yeah. are supposed to do. If you're having problems, you you yeah. speak to somebody, yeah. right? And yeah. that can lead onto something like what Bigger. we have today, right? Yeah. Diane? <laughs> Am I right? Yes, yes, yes. First of all, yeah, the recovery is very important. Mm. So after recovery, then I says before it's maintenance. So like now, um, as as what we're doing, um, in WIP, we try to kind of um, to call it persuade or maybe like no, um. Um, influence. Inspire, inspire, influence, yes. Uh, I think it's more like using yeah. a soft touch. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> using a soft touch and like, okay, come on, uh, let's do therapy, let's do recovery, let's let's recover together, mm-hmm. let's do this journey together. Yes, it's like a soft soft uh, touch. I would say this is what the WIP mm. is about. You know, mm. Yeah, because it's uh, it's understandable that it's not really easy to open up all the walls that you have inside. You know, all the. Things, I mean, and that's yeah. what I was going to ask the two of you. Has yeah. this discussion gotten easier over the last couple of years? I mean, I said that at the beginning that. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we can now talk about it. Do you feel though that there are still barriers to overcome in Malaysian society when it comes to discussing things like this? As compared to previous, um, it has changed a lot. It has changed a lot, and I can see people are sharing and talking about it. Before this, like we don't even want to go there. <laughs> the mm. topic is like a taboo, mm. no. And then also. Um, there's uh, like the family family is also more open to send uh, the children to therapy there's a lot of uh, de- demand as well even schools are open like we have invitation from schools yeah. and amazingly like the, the school I was like um, when we did our uh, WIP when we go to the school the students the children are, are not even speaking to us we're there to support them but mm. they're just drawing and they just enjoy the process but once we look into the drawing interpretation there's a lot of stories mm. untold stories so that's the beauty of it like this is a, a way this is the voice for them as well if they can't go for seeking the help in terms of maybe their shame the, mm. the social stigma is high the family stigma is high mm. yeah come oh. join there's another approach yeah. there's another way of, mm. of seeking help mm. you know from the art we can do interpretation we can actually see yourself in it the mental mm. state and so on and I think yeah. what I want to add in a part of um, um, currently is like Malaysia still have limitation in yeah. terms of supporting and stuff but progressively I would say we are going uh, more in towards uh, that healing understanding mindset like mm. you know like how this year healing keyword is like viral and stuff and then I think ways of how actually um, people start to look at to look at this um, healing is something that important and needed to be done it's mm. either in the right way or not I mean people still figuring that out but for us um, 
do come as how you feel and as you are and do your best. Mm. That's mm. how we actually you know, welcome the community to be part of the, the sessions. Okay. Just before we wrap up then, is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap up for this session today? Yes. Um, so as, as far as we're concerned that um, we're having our winter uh, well-being Research Centre UCSI launching tomorrow in UCSI uh, Kuala Lumpur Block G Auditorium um, so actually we are actually launching a, a research centre especially for mental health and well-being um, and I wanted to invite as well uh, people to come over and we have mental health screening over there and we also want to launch our PhD in psychology programme so many small research more interest and mm. we, we wanted mm. more collaboration from industry as well mm. and I think uh, that's a that's a point of information I want to share today so mm. come on let's let's uh, meet up tomorrow okay. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah for my side uh, we're also having our um, art uh, therapy exhibition and mental health festival that are actually uh, ongoing currently um, and uh, on this 14 and 15 we will be at Museum Telecom to uh, do um, you know mental health healing celebration with the community uh, we're gonna have like art workshop panel discussions uh, you know art exhibitions that they can uh, experience themselves like this uh, projection mapping mm -hmm. art um, OTDs yeah a lot of um um, happening stuff, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, stuff. So coming in. where can people find out more information about they that? can visit our um, Instagram or any social media um, at mywiphealing mywiphealing healing healing and yep check out uh, more on our updates in, in our social fantastic yep. Kairini and Hidayah thank you very much for joining me here thank in the studio so this morning much. an absolute pleasure yeah, thank you so yeah. much my yeah, pleasure right folks that's all the time that I have for here on Open for Business this morning if you did miss any part of this podcast uh, any part of this show rather I do recommend you go and download the podcast you can find it on bfm.my or download our BFM app that's available in the Apple App Store or Google Play do not go anywhere though because coming up in just a few moments uh, Jeevan will be here in the studio with Roshan of course how you can be a sales superstar. Don't go anywhere. This is BFM 89.9 The Business Station. Are you open for business? Register your company with BossBalay.com Malaysia's first online company secretary. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9 The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.